0: It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey. And this is news that you can use for, uh, well, Monday, September 4th, Labor Day, with your host, Dre and Zach from CarEdge. Apparently, you saw my my, uh, audio engineer uh, repositioning the microphone a moment ago, but
1: welcome. Here's the deal, Pops. Ford is in serious trouble. We are going to. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Jeez, Louise. I feel good about this one. Oh my God! <laughs> Can we
0: have like one day where somebody isn't in serious trouble? <laughs> oh my God! Ford is on critic is in critical condition. Thank you. Yeah, that was yeah. the other title.
1: I yeah. Ford in coma on life now. No, no, Come no, on. No. In my opinion. Every day, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Here's the deal we got some new Ford news, and I wanted to talk about that. Ford expands line of credit by four billion dollars to weather market uncertainties. Yes, revolving credit agreement adds to the 47 billion dollars in total liquidity the automaker had at the second quarter. They have 30 billion dollars sitting around. That being said, Dad, I did it in how much sitting around 30 B.
0: What the hell are we doing?
1: Dad, Ford, as we know, yeah. does not make money when they sell electric vehicles. It even says that here in the article. Yeah. Where was it? Right here. Well, they, they've said they, it. They've said it themselves. The yeah. automaker continues to invest heavily in EVs and new technologies with plans to spend more than $50 billion on EVs through 2026. Ford's EVs are currently unprofitable, but the company expects to generate 8% margin in 2026. So look at this, Dad.
0: I, I, I expect to be 5'7". By 2026. I hope you are 5'7". Well, I, you know,
1: once I get those lifts in my shoes. So look at this, Dad. What I did in advance of today's show, I went to the car search. Yes. And I put in some saved searches because I want to show you. I yes. was in Cleveland, Ohio. All right. I just Lovely a- Lovely
0: town, home actually. of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, by the
1: way. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at Explorers first, then mm. F-150s, and then the yeah. Mach-E. And something very shocking happens when you do this. Mm. Let's start with the Ford Explorer. Yeah, do they want to
0: blow through the whole fifty billion dollars trying to <laughs> trying to become uh, an electric vehicle company.
1: What do you think the days supply of Ford Explorers, the ST trim, are in Cleveland, Ohio? What's your guess?
0: Um,
1: one hundred and seventy-two. One hundred and seventy-two. <laughs> Get that! Come on, bro. Well, this <laughs> oh, come on. This is the ST. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. ST is kind of like the specialty. That's let's four look, years, let's,
0: five years, six years, seven. Let's
1: look at the that's XLT. Seven the, XLT years. the XLT. The XLT. The XLT. All right, not specialty. Fifty-eight oh days. Fifty-eight days. Yeah, okay. The that's XLT. Pretty good. Fifty-eight days. Let's yeah. look at one more trim. The Timberline. The Timberline. Let's yeah. like, what's the Timberline? Uh,
0: yeah. What is? it? Oh, man. You keep, not, picking, oh God, you keep picking. Keep picking vehicles nobody
1: wants. All right. All right. All right. Okay. The XLT. The ST again. Um, okay. The XLT. XLT is very popular. I know, but we already looked at the XLT. Okay. The Limited. Here we go. Okay. Okay, limited. this can't be yeah. an insane number. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Ford has issues selling their
0: Explorers. Ford's on life support. Ford's according, on life support. According to Dr. Zach Chef's. <laughs> Those
1: numbers are insane.
0: Yeah, he's, he's going to have a conversation uh, quickly with the – Jim Farley to let them know. <laughs> no you might want to pull say. the
1: plug. Those numbers no are insane. Okay, yeah. but what about maybe F-150s are better? Yeah. Maybe F-150s are better. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. Let's sure. look at the XLT. Yeah, because Cleveland, it's the home of pickup trucks. Home of Everybody pickup. in Cleveland drives. 104 days. That's uh, high. That, that's a little high. That's it's a little high. 14 days high. 14 days high. 14 days high. All right, yeah. no big deal. All right, let, yeah. that was XLT. Let's try another yeah. trim. Let's try XLT. These are all X. Like, Alarian. Oh, Here's Alarian. Let's see what Alarian is. Yeah. Hilarious! It is 123 uh, days away. Okay, a little bad. high, but yeah. not not too bad. Let's try one more. Maybe a platinum. If they have a platinum, platinum on this first page, XLT. Let's see. We'll go to the second page. If there's no platinum, I'll give up on it. Here's a platinum right here. Yeah, seventy four thousand dollar pickup. Truck. Yeah. Hundred seventy seven days. Okay, okay, so the day supply is quite high. Yeah, everything we've looked at so far, the day supply is quite high. Yeah, but Dad. Yes. When I go to the Ford Mustang Maki Yeah, they have Cleveland none? in Cleveland, Ohio.
0: The home, the home of EVs in yeah. Cleveland,
1: Ohio. When I'm talking about that, when yeah. I'm talking about Ford's going to spend fifty billion dollars and has to expand their credit line four billion dollars to weather market quote uncertainties. Yeah. Look at what happens when you start to look at. EV inventory. Here's this GT. Yeah. Seventy-three thousand dollar Ford Mustang Machi. Yeah. Three hundred and thirty-two days supply. Well, they got a year's worth. They've got a year's worth. Yeah. Let's go back. Maybe maybe it's just because it's the GT. Okay. California Route One All Wheel Drive Edition. You're in Cleveland. Who the hell's buying that? Three hundred and sixty mm. days. Supply. That is a year. That is a year. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it's just those two or they're they special. Here's a here's premium. just a premium. Just a premium. Sixty-one thousand three hundred and sixty-six days supply. Okay. Still, yeah. too high. Yeah, pops, explain to me. And we haven't even clicked on the NHTSA Are there any tab organ yet. donors.
0: We haven't even Just clicked on organ this. Donor? We haven't
1: even clicked on this tab yet, Dad, to see how Ford has forty-two recalls this year, yes. which is the most by far. Yes, they've got four point six million vehicles under recall this year. The next closest is Chrysler FCA yeah. with thirty-three recalls and two point one million vehicles. Dad, Ford yeah. is in serious
0: trouble. Okay. When are you going to have that conversation with Mr. Farley? When are you going to let him know? When are you going to go, hey, Jim, Jim, Jimbo, Jimbo, it might be time to pull the plug. Uh, You know, how many, how many other Auto manufacturers, can you save if you're an organ donor?
1: Uh, I mean, (laughs) we were at the Ford dealership yesterday walking around. They had Broncos sports everywhere, they had F 150s everywhere. Everywhere. The thing that they didn't have were Maquis. I I think they traded them away. We will have a video on the channel later this week about that. But then, I mean, it might, I know I'm always hyperbolic, but I really do think Ford, excuse me, Ford, we haven't even talked about the UAW strike. Like, they are legitimately in trouble compared to their peers. I mean, that's at least the, the, the thinking I have. In your opinion. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. And uh, they're competing with Tesla. And Tesla, what? It's just slashing prices left and right and gaining market share.
0: Yeah. And they're not slashing prices by a little bit. They, they they're slashing, slashing prices, prices by, by a, lot, by a lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so <sighs> – you know, if if there's market uncertainties, I can help them. There is no uncertainty about the EV market. It's not nearly as strong as you had hoped at the price points that you're trying to sell cars for, okay? So knowing that, it's not an uncertain market for you. You know what it is. You know exactly what it is. Um, and the the idea that you're going to invest $50 billion into EVs over the next two and a half years okay seems i don't know somewhat foolish to me in my opinion there's there's still the market for ice vehicles strongly outweighs the market for electric vehicles and and the reason i say that in my opinion the early adopters have adopted There are a lot of people who are on the fence, but even being on the fence that would even entertain the possibility of an electric vehicle, those people at this point still feel more comfortable with an ICE vehicle. Definitely. I I just, I don't see the growth that all these companies are projecting to happen in the next two and a half, three years, like they're projecting. It, you know, the federal government would like 50% of all new vehicle sales to be electric vehicles by 2030. We're at 7.2 percent, and that number is holding somewhat steady at the moment. The the meteoric rise of EV sales happened. And now it's sort of kind of plateauing, okay? And that means if, if they're at 7.2%, call it 7.5%, that means 92.5% of people are still preferring to buy an ICE vehicle. There's no end to the ICE vehicle age. At the present time. Yeah. As, today, much as, definitely. as much as all these manufacturers would like to believe that there
1: is. Can we just acknowledge one thing, Dad? Yes. In one article yes. you can read about, and we're going to pull it back up on the screen, then I'll okay. pull it up here. In one article, you can read about the automaker in July warned of economic headwinds, including inflation, higher industry incentives, uh, electric vehicle pricing pressure, increased warranty expenses, and the potential for UAW contract negotiations to raise labor costs. And then two paragraphs later... It says Ford EVs are currently unprofitable, and then you yeah. jump over to Cleveland, Ohio, yes. where the Ford Mustang Mach-E Premium costs sixty-one thousand three hundred and ninety-five dollars. Yeah, you are in an environment where most people cannot afford that. And 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 if you go
0: back to that article for one second, where it said um, most most EVs are currently unprofitable, but yet. It, In two and a half years, they expect that what will be a $4.5 billion loss on EVs in 2023 to miraculously become an 8% profit margin by 2026. Last time I checked, last articles that I read, the cost of materials needed for building EVs continues to go up, not down which means the overall cost of production will continue to go up, not down, which means Ford and General Motors and the others will not be competitively priced to players like Tesla who secured the minerals and items that they need to produce vehicles And are
1: unencumbered by United Auto Workers. Well,
0: just unencumbered by a lot of different things. And, you know, they spent. Unencumbered by having
1: an ice business that. Yeah.
0: And they, they, you know, they've spent the last 20 years becoming profitable. Um,
1: And let's not forget that that federal subsidies are underwriting a lot of what's currently going on, both on the consumer demand side. And we just had twelve billion dollars pledged for EV production. Yes. So. There is a, a concentrated effort from the federal government to push EVs. There is. And Ford is showing how unprofitable that is. And quite it's frankly. not just Ford. Yeah, but Ford is, is pretty much the, the bell yes. at the ball in terms of this, Dad, because the quality of their product is is, is lesser than is their, their Is peers. what
0: Ford quality has been
1: forever <sighs>
0: since quality is job none. And yes.
1: price point is not competitive whatsoever. And yes. day's supply of inventory is above market. First. Yes. I mean, well, they're above market for pretty much all of their their yes. vehicles, but especially their electric vehicles. And they're the only one coming out here extending their lines of credit to make sure that they have liquidity to navigate all of this. Well,
0: you know, I don't understand why you need to expand your line of credit if you have thirty billion dollars on hand in cash. Um Interest rates are good right now. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why, why? you know, you can explain. We mean, are not
1: CFOs. We it, don't know.
0: It doesn't mean that they're going to tap into those lines of credit. It just means that those lines of credit are available to them if they need them.
1: For, quote, uncertainties.
0: Yes, but there is no uncertainty right at the moment when it comes to EVs. The it's, demand just isn't there. I, if, if I can put it in car terms. Car terms. It's time to pump the brakes. okay. <laughs> There's, there, there is an accident up ahead, okay? Traffic is coming to a standstill. You need to pump the brakes, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that simple. Pump the damn brakes. Try and figure out how you can make it profitable. Try and figure out how you can make your prices competitive. And then, as the congestion clears up, it might be time to put your foot on the gas pedal again. You know, and if it's an EV, you don't have you have a pedal. It's just regenerative. But look at yeah, this dead so pedal. What the hell is it? Rather
1: than pumping the brakes, yeah. This was posted on the community forum by Got Rice, one of our community yes. champions, car slash community. Ford to axe Escape Edge and Transit Connect to make way for more EVs. Sure, we actually because they're just
0: so profitable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like you said the four and a half billion dollar.
0: Yeah, bonus. I you know, I, you know we're, we're, listen, we're. We were we have not been selected at this point in time to head up any of the major legacy automobile manufacturers in this country. (laughs) Um, You know, because they they figure (laughs) they haven't
1: they haven't figured out our contact.
0: Well, well, they they, and and they figure that we you know, what what the hell do we know? And then, you know, we turn around and look at the ones that are running them and we think, what what the hell do they they know? know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess when you get to a certain level in corporate America, um, you don't really always have your fingers on the pulse of what the public wants. And, and you start to subscribe to that theory of if, if you build it, they will come. And oftentimes, large corporations find out that ain't so. ZDX. Didn't work. If you build it, they will come. No, they won't. They'll <laughs> stay away. Okay, um, you, you, you know we all have we all have dreams and aspirations, and all the major players saw what what Tesla was doing, and their dreams and aspirations were to become Tesla, and they're not in a position to become Tesla. Ain't to say it, they're just not, and. And they're not becoming Tesla. And they're really not scaring the poop out of Tesla. No. Okay? Tesla's going, okay, we're going to crush you. Yeah. We're just going to crush you. We're going to keep lowering the prices of our vehicles while we're still making a profit. And we're going to crush your
1: asses. And you're going to use our charging infrastructure. We're going to make money off of that. Yeah. No, Tesla's destroying them. Yes. That's damn sure. But one thing that is going on in Tesla, Dad, that I think is worth talking about today. Yes. Tesla did do price reductions last week, significant price reductions. Yes, the Model X is now what, sixty-nine thousand dollars after incentives. Uh,
0: well, but forget, the, you know, I, I hate it's, that. Forget the damn incentives. Okay, right. forget the the forget the federal tax credit. I, I they, you know, and Tesla's as bad as every other manufacturer yeah. when it comes to how they advertise their cars because they advertise the price of the car after the federal tax credit that you may or may not qualify for, okay? And in some cases, they advertise the price with the fuel savings from not having purchased gas for three, what's the price of the car? (laughs) Just what's the price of the car? And then let's just assume that if I'm smart enough to (laughs) want to be looking at a Tesla, I can do the math and go, well, if I qualify for the $7,500 tax credit, I can subtract that later. But it's not like I'm subtracting it up front because you don't get it up front. So if the cost of the car is $42,000, that's the cost of the car. (laughs) If you get the $7,500 later, that's great. Yeah. But if you only qualify for $3,000 of that $7,500, guess what? It doesn't look anything like what they said the net price was.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about advertised prices later on the show during our favorite Segment, so stay tuned for that. But Dad, just uh, is off. The Model X and the Model S saw significant price declines. yeah this was over on X. Yes, from Brian Stone celebrating the eleventh month, eleven month anniversary since I purchased my Model S. In those eleven months, <laughs> it has lost fifty one thousand dollars in value. Look at this, Dad. Your trade and estimate reflects the market conditions at the time of the request. This is from Tesla. Yeah, it is based on vehicle details and condition you provided. This is not a final offer. The estimated offer was fifty six thousand eight hundred dollars for a twenty twenty two Tesla Model yeah. S, uh, long range, mm, yes. with nine thousand nine hundred and
0: twenty two miles on it. You know, I I I I I'm betting when he bought that that he didn't think he bought a Mercedes S Class or a BMW. Yeah, S7 that's worse series. depreciation than oh a Mercedes S
1: Class yes. or a BMW Seven Series. Yes, that is five thousand dollars of depreciation a per month. thousand miles driven. Yeah. I, that's that's lunacy the negative equity situation i just tweeted this or i yeah. posted it whatever the hell you call it Monday yeah Sunday. i don't know yeah extant. whatever whatever yeah. i did um yeah. i'm talking about the negative equity situation that Tesla owners are going to be out of the market for buying new cars for the the foreseeable future.
0: You got mad at me last week when you said to me, well, you know, what about those people that bought a Tesla whatever and, you know, and like this poor guy lost $51,000 in 11 months. What do you say to those people? And I said, sucker, they got you. (laughs) Okay, they got you. They sucked you right in to the EV revolution. And then they continued to lower the the asking price on their vehicles. Now, I'm not saying you're a sucker because you, you got an EV. You know, you might love your EV, it might be the greatest vehicle you ever had, but you are a sucker for, <laughs> for thinking that it's not going to depreciate like an ice vehicle because you know everybody's after an EV. Everybody ain't after an EV. And and your dear friend who runs that company said. We we got to keep up our market share. Uh, hey, I feel bad for all the people that recently bought these, but those suckers will understand,
1: dude. They're out of the market for at least the next three to five well, years. Well, let's face it: if you're buying an EV, like that guy probably spent one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars on that. Or he whatever, said he lost fifty-one grand, so yeah. it's was one hundred and fifteen sixteen yeah, thousand dollar test.
0: Whatever, whatever he spent, you know the the idea for most. EV buyers is that they're going to buy the car, they're going to hold on to it for a long time. And even though they know they overpaid a little bit for an EV when they bought it, the savings, the fuel savings over that five or six, seven year time frame of ownership far surpasses the amount they had to pay. So these people, in my opinion, are not buying an EV with the thought of, well, I want to get out of it in two years. You're right. You're right. Okay. If if that's their thought process, they shouldn't be buying the EV.
1: You shouldn't be buying a car in general if you're thinking you're gonna, you know, be in a money making position. We, we, need to, we need to go into scooter rental business. Scooter rental business. <laughs> yeah. I was blown away when yeah. I saw that Dad, and it just yeah, made me think. Yeah. Imagine trying to roll that into your next auto loan. Where are you hiding fifty thousand dollars in negative equity? You're not. Well, Someone's gotta pay for it.
0: Yeah. And and you know, you're not rolling it into your next auto loan. Not, no, you no. can't. That's too much. I'm telling, but he, you know, he just wanted to see what his vehicle's worth. He, he, he wanted to make himself feel bad <laughs> about about how. Well, you know, if I would have just kept that one hundred fifteen thousand <laughs> dollars and invested it, you know, it might have been up to one hundred sixteen thousand by now, as opposed to being down to fifty nine.
1: All right. So this is daily news you can use from Car Edge. We got to talk about some news, Dad. We had.
0: Yeah, article that. Can came I put out. my phone on silent?
1: Yeah, put your phone on silent. I, you know,
0: I thought it was, and, and it just the sound just went off. All <laughs> right, here's the deal, Dad. Yeah. And, yes. and
1: by the way, today is the last day back at CarEdge.com for our twenty percent off of everything and a hundred dollars off of vehicle service contracts. We actually have. An extended warranty for Teslas. So go check that out. Yes. Super interesting. Yeah. All right, Dad. Hopefully that doesn't depreciate. Yeah, hopefully that does the doesn't far. depreciate as quickly. Four of six public CQ2 F&I gross profit drop. More declines possible. <clears throat> Yeah. F&I, for those of you who are unfamiliar, are back-end, so that's finance and insurance, insurance products, yes. so that's how much money the dealership makes on your auto loan and also selling you those warranty products, gap insurance, tire and wheel protection, things like that.
0: You, you know the one public that really didn't drop one. Let's see. Oh, no, no. I'm just – without seeing it, it, would be Carvana because <laughs> they, they have been magicians while everybody else's gross profits have been going down front and back, okay? Carvanas have been skyrocketing, so – Cause,
1: cause, this article does oh, yes. not reference Carvana They but, do not. Yes. So here's the deal guys, when you buy a newer used car, there's the front end which is mm-hmm. the dealership typically makes used to be like a couple hundred bucks if if they made anything, now it's usually a couple thousand dollars or more or more. And yeah. then on the on the car de- on the actual car deal and then on mm-hmm. your financing, your loan, the extended warranty, things like that, they typically make a couple thousand dollars yes. there. Here's every or six publicly traded car dealership mm-hmm. groups at AutoNation Yes, they're making two thousand eight hundred and twenty-four dollars in F and I product in F and I product profit. So that yes. means before we even go through the rest of this, that means when you go to buy a newer used car, pre-qualification from your credit union or outside financial institution for what you can get uh, the loan for. Yes, and do not purchase the extended warranty, gap insurance, tire wheel protection without negotiating. You can obviously use our quote back at CarEdge.com/warranty as negotiating leverage, but you need to negotiate those things. It's like the second battle. I remember
0: in the good old days, not too long ago, where a dealer would have been happy if their finance department was producing about $1,000 profit per car retail. AutoNation is producing $2,800 plus per car retail. Think
1: about that. Sonic is at $2,522. Group 1 is down a little bit to $2,379. Asbury is at $2,369. Lithia is at 2154. Penske is the lowest of the bunch at 1834. And Penske
0: has always been the lowest of the bunch. And and that surprises me. And the reason it surprises me is because um, I think about 60 or 65 percent of their sales are luxury vehicles, which are typically leases or people might finance them. And typically, finance departments can make some money on leases on the back end or on on financing those type of vehicles i mean if 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 you're if you're buying a 150,000 dollar porsche let's say and you're financing 130,000 of it and and they make a half a point on the back end from buy rate to sell rate that's several thousand
1: dollars right there. Totally is, totally is. It's interesting to look at the numbers though. They're trending flat to down, but they are up so much more than where they were pre-pandemic. And again, it's important that you understand what you're getting into. That being said, yes, 20% off everything sale again, like I said a moment ago. And today we have things like deal school literally teaches you how to negotiate these things. So please, please, please avail yourself of the various resources. Just go to the community forums, talk to one of our car coaches, et cetera.
0: You know, um we need I, I can't tell you how many comments I see where somebody will say, "Well, what's pDI? what's RO, what's buy rate? we need to we need to do another video uh, you know, maybe this will be the eighth or ninth thousandth video uh, explaining what all these things are and we have cheat sheets, okay? highlight this page, damn it, because. <laughs> Everything you need to know in car buying cheat sheets, in in the, in the glossary of terms. It's all here. It's all right here. It's and, and, ladies and gentlemen, it's free. Yep. And, you know, I go in and I try and post this to the comments when people say, well, what is this? What is that? Well, here, this will help you with that. You'll have a better understanding. We need, when I say we, I mean you and I, we need to do a much better job. Of making people aware that this stuff exists and where to find it and how to access it, um, so that when they have questions, they know exactly where to go. And 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 perhaps, perhaps this is just a suggestion, but a link to this page should be in the description of every one of our videos that we do and every one of our live streams that we do.
1: After today, consider it done. Yeah, CarEdge.com/cheat will take you there. I put the link in the uh, uh, on the screen. As you can see, there's a car buying cheat sheet, a negotiation cheat sheet, a dealership glossary of terms cheat sheet, a how to lease a car guide uh, cheat sheet, and an end of lease cheat sheet. So there's five cheat sheets here, all sorts of good information. So please, please, and they, please, and
0: and they and that's five for the price of one. <laughs> well, okay, fake. and and the price of the one is free. So every last one of them is free. Just free.
1: Yeah, please, please, please go avail yourself of that information. Dad, yes. let's switch gears. Let's do our favorite segment of the show. And it's a holiday. So yeah. maybe we'll just stay on a little bit longer if everyone's hanging out with us. But let's do it. Okay. Really? You've got to be kidding me. All right, so we were talking about Ford earlier in the show, and unfortunately, we're coming back to Ford here. oh well, not again. Dad, this Are was shared. Are they in serious trouble? I've heard a rumor they're in
0: serious trouble. This they're still on life support.
1: This was shared on yeah. the communityformcourage.com slash community farm, from Mike. Yeah, Be sure to look at the Monroni label. I came across this while looking at F-150 inventory. It doesn't appear that this is something the dealership does as a routine business practice, so I emailed the sales manager to ask them to correct the discrepancy. The bottom line is – don't just assume that the dealer salesperson has the correct MSRP. Confirm it directly on the window sticker, the Monroney okay. label. We have here, Dad, yes. an advertised price showing MSRP $77,315. Yeah. The market price is $68,037. The savings. Yes, $9,278. And,
0: and I'm just going to guess now. I, I haven't seen this, but I'm going to guess that the actual MSRP
1: is $68,037. Would that be the case? And we have the window sticker, and the actual MSRP is actually lower. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! It is sixty <laughs> six thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow.
0: These how types how of, could
1: that be? These types of discrepancies yes. can happen, and it's yes. a really Gabby Kimmy because you cannot misrepresent an MSRP like that. That is a terrible. No, oh, no, 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 no. You no, 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 can. No, you can. Yeah. It's done every day. What you,
0: I believe, what you meant to say is you shouldn't misrepresent an msrp like that yeah you know you've already proven that you can uh, but you shouldn't yeah and this yeah. is
1: really important you have to ask for the window sticker this unfortunately becomes even more of a problem in the used car world when you want to actually know what the original window sticker was and yes. no one has it but it, especially for a new car again to show you here this dealer on their website had it advertised at Seventy-seven thousand three hundred and fifteen dollar MSRP. Yeah, it's not.
0: It's not anywhere near that.
1: It's not anywhere near
0: that. No, and 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 if I if I may, there was, I, I read a comment today uh, about you know why why are we against you know dealerships making a profit? You know, Apple makes a profit, Samsung makes their profit, and you know don't get mad at the dealers, get mad at the government because of all the government fees and it's, it's got nothing to do with the government. Okay, it's got everything to do with practices like that. My guess is, this is just a guess. Because it's his I, opinion too. And, well, no, this is a guess <laughs> because I don't own any Apple pro- – well, I have an Apple product that my son – the company gave me. Yeah. but So I, I, I've never bought an Apple product. But my guess is that that if you were to look up at the Apple store what the price of something is – and then go to the Apple store to want to buy it, the price that it showed on the Apple store's website would be the price that you could pay for it when you went into the store. There are way too many dealers. Darry, you know we're on the show. Uh, There are way too many dealers that practice deceptic sales tactics like this. That's what we get upset about. That's what we're trying to change and to address. Okay. I have never sat here and said dealerships should not make a profit. They should. Absolutely. They're entitled to. They've invested millions of dollars in their facilities to be able to sell and service vehicles to their customers. Okay. They are absolutely entitled to a profit. It's the way they go about making the profit that I object to. If the basis of your business is to deceive your customers in order to get them into your store, you're doing something wrong okay? That's not how it should work. And and if you're a dealer who says, I hate those tactics, I'd like to do something different, but in order for me to be competitive in my market area, I can't. That's BS. (laughs) You can. You just have to advertise differently, and you have to advertise what makes you different, okay? And could there be some short term loss while you're building that long-term business strategy? Absolutely. But in the long run, you're going to win. You're absolutely going to win. But you're you're too scared to do it. Just do it right. Make your profit. Everybody wants you to make a profit. Just stop deceiving people in order to be able to make that profit. I'm sorry.
1: I'll You're good. good now. You're good. You're good. Um, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. We'll call it a show. You okay. Call your daughter and then I back. should call dad yeah, back. Call your yeah. daughter back. Yeah. Um, that was a very, very well said round. I, I, I think that it's important to say that not every dealership operates poorly. No. Um For That's example, Earl Stewart down in Florida does not operate like that. We love Earl. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize that some people are making this change and we fully and wholeheartedly support them. Yes. And those that don't end up getting called out on this show. That being said, yes, we will be back tomorrow. We will have a noon show tomorrow. The 20% off campaign back at carriage.com ends at the end of the day today, $100 off on a vehicle service contract colloquially referred to as an extended warranty to yes. so get a quote there. And if we can help you, yeah, let us help you. That's what we're here to do.
0: Yes. And and I'm going to call Dara and wish her a happy Labor Day. And, and we should all be proud of her husband,
1: I am, no, no. We
0: just should be. I'm not going to say why. We should just be proud of her husband. That's all. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>